What I haven't done in a while is my shout outs. I thoroughly enjoy doing shout outs. It's just recognizing someone on social media and that I'm working closely and doing research and that with social media with work and that is recognizing people that have some really creative, I don't know, something that's just something special about someone or a group of people and doing shout outs and uh, connecting. And um, now with the podcast, that everything is through the uh, United States Archive Museum. And for yourself, my journey is now everything is archived. It's now is just as greater, greatest importance is when you're doing a shout out and their video literally stays within the United States Archive Museum forever. I mean, how incredible is that? It's like a gift that's priceless. Cross some gentlemen and um, something special. That's all I got to say about them. Um, just having fun, um, being silly and goofy and just enjoying life. And uh, not caring what anyone thinks. Just being silly. I cannot wait to share that video tomorrow and a shout out. I'm not going to give any hints because I give it away. But um, getting back to the shout outs. That's something I always enjoyed is just taking someone's creativity, uniqueness, and uh, sharing it with everyone, you know, internationally, on an international level. I wanted to get to um, <clears throat> today is, is uh, I'm just taking it easy day. I've been really, really physically exhausted. Um, my say getting back to like the deep body aches and things that are new. It's just with progression of things. Uh, today it hit really hard, so it's been hard to even go down um, basement steps. Um, it's like trying to drag your body. It's all I explain. Um, similar people, um, they're in my journey, similar journeys. And um, I realized that once again, people share their journeys and we connect with one another. It's not so strange the symptoms you get with chronic illness and what I'm going through. Um, many other women experience it too. Um, and later in stages in that and what you're going through and things progress. So today I was like, you know what? Um, doing research with the projects that I have, I have two projects I have to have them completed by next week. Actually, I have till what? Thursday next week. So I still got some time, but I'm doing research in that and just making sure I get the best content 60 seconds out especially with the holiday content. It's really important. But just connecting with everyone, and I was going through emails and that, and um, but I got time today. I figured some days are going to be a lot of podcasts, and there's other days it may not be a podcast, and it may be just be one every two or three days. Um, but today's going to be like that back-to-back. If I feel something that's really important or something just you know hits me like, hey, this would be a great podcast, um, not just for me, for myself, for healing, um, in my journey and able the ability to heal and go through things and feel, educate myself and to be able to file folder it, find peace and move on. It's really what it's all about. Um, and podcasts, like I said, are first, most importantly for me. So when I make it through this part of my journey, I can look back and go, you know, hey, I was able to make it through that. I could make it through anything else I face. That's the truth. But the greatest gift and priceless is when your podcasting and sharing your journey, your story, or your blogging, or however that picture may be, is you're helping so many thousands. And when you're on an international level, like for yourself, my journey, you're helping so many millions of people um, on every single platform. And um, that's a gift that keeps giving. It's priceless. You know, that's, that's a legacy. But to have archived, for yourself, my journey, archive museum in the United States of America, um, 
it's impressive to see that, you know, that's an honor, you know, I can't wait to share the shout out for tomorrow, oh my God, it's good, it's so good, and he did good laugh too, it was good, but I wanted to do this and just uh, answer emails from those, especially the ladies who've been contacting me regarding um, my hair loss and what did I try, was this something that just, this has been the third time I've lost my hair. But this time, the hair loss hit me completely different. Um, the picture I took was, um, you know, I was, I was shocked. Because when you do have hair, with, I mean, very, very, I mean, it was getting just super, super thin. There was, I mean, the hair was, what hair had I left? Uh, was so thin, it didn't take much, you know. <laughs> I had to be done with it. But I kind of knew I was going to have spots, um, patches. My specialist, um, I got a hospital specialist that, that takes care of my Addison's. Um, I told him I was feeling like, you know, I was experiencing a lot of hair loss, but it wasn't like a typical hair loss. This was like an extreme. Um, they did tell me there was a lot of spots, um, a lot of scalp exposed, and there was really no hair follicle left. There isn't really any regrowth. A combination of high steroids and that, but the Addison's itself, it's um, unfortunately common. And uh, with women, they experience a greater hair loss than men um, who experience, you know, medical hair loss itself. But anybody who has Addison's, you know, for some reason, as told the women, more so higher percentage experience a greater hair loss than men. But, um... When I got the uh, mirror and looked, uh, wow, you know, um, I had more exposed scalp than the last two times. So it just tells you um, what it does, you know. And, of course, when you're on high doses of steroids, you know, that, that's a side effect. But Addison's, Addison's in general, you know. If you look up Addison's disease, um, hair loss is, I mean, it's, it's a pretty common thing. It's part of the top common things of what patients experience. So for this asking, this was out of my control this time. I, I couldn't control it. Um, eventually, as I was told, it's going to be where there's going to be no hair follicles and you're going to have literally no hair. Um, my hair now is... Um, well, you saw the picture of what hair I have, you know, um, it grows, what's there is growing, but, um, what's there also is coming out down to the follicle, it's not growing back. So this was something, <clears throat> excuse me, I couldn't control. There's no way in hell I control it this time. And for those asking to try, I have tried, was at, um, Moxin, something like that, Rogaine, one of the active ingredients of Rogaine, something like that. Um, I can't think of any of it. But um, I tried pills. Um, I worked with my specialist. We did some holistic, like herbs and things we tried to just try to stimulate. Um, shampoos that were herbal, I ordered online just to stimulate the follicle and stuff. It didn't work. Um, I started thinking like it was the shampoos making it worse. Now I know better. It wasn't shampoos. It's just what's going on internally and the treatments and that um it was literally like um it was just coming out 
I tried increasing supplemental vitamins, liquid vitamins, um, increasing my B vitamins, biotin. Um, they say sometimes if you get certain like hair brushes and it can help stimulate, you know, brushing your hair with certain hair brushes, your scalp. Um, I even tried the uh, little back scratchers and they're saying, you know, if you use back scratcher on your scalp and it'll help stimulate the blood flow and that, which is true if you don't have, you know, Addison's and you're taking high doses of steroids all the time. And yes, that's true, but I was just going against the grain. It wasn't working. Um. Am I upset about it? Uh, no, because I've been through this before. Um, well, it started with oncology treatments, and I was producing so much excessive hormone ovarian because I had an organ grow back. So I had two ovaries on two different cycles, two separate um, organs. And um, it was overloading me with hormone, and I was literally... Um, the hair loss and that started before oncology treatments because I had way too much in my system. And then when we did the radiation, it was so extreme that it was like a light switch. Everything just shut off. And then I experienced hair loss there. Uh, so I had experienced hair loss twice. Uh, this time, you know, um, it's a different kind of hair loss. And uh, it definitely went to the root um, of the follicle and just patches of hair. Um, Exposed scalp, they say. Just everywhere. It's not just like, I can't say, let me rephrase it, it's not patches, it's just everywhere. Um, so I wasn't going to beat that. Um, I would have never won the battle this time. But I've accepted it, it is what it is, you know? Um, can't beat yourself up for something you can't control. Um, I know majority of women, and then people contacted me, um, even regarding those who go through like extreme chemo, you know, many, many rounds of chemo, and they literally say hell with it and they take it really, really short because it'll also as well, like I experienced, it comes out um, by follicles. So your scalp's exposed, you know, it grows back. Um, I've read a lot of emails where women, you know, you've, you all have experienced how it's been really hard emotionally and you feel like you've lost your, your feminine part of yourself. You don't feel as pretty in that. There's so many ways. <clears throat> I've, I've actually contact with someone who um, literally decorates their scalp and creates these beautiful designs with like stones and things like that. And um, what is that painting at that um, hen, H-E, I'm having a brain fart. I can't think of it, but you know the designs you do on your hands. And they literally did it on their scalp, so beautiful. Um, just celebrating and still doing things to make themselves feel beautiful in a unique way and not caring what people think, you know, you can't go around and care what people think. Um, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this again. People don't do well if someone looks sick, especially for some reason when it comes to your hair. I don't know what it is with society, especially the United States with, um, medical hair loss, no matter what it is and being present and, um, your acceptance of that and being out in the public and people just, you know, get a little weird, you know, you have people, even, even people that like walk around, like they're afraid they're gonna catch it. Like if somebody touches you, you're gonna have, I'm gonna give you my hair loss. Like it's contagious. Um, people just are weird, people get weird. And now with COVID and that, and all these crazy stuff going on out there, um, monkey pox, all that, people are even more weird. Um, but you can't worry about people, you know? Don't let this stuff get to you. 
Um, don't let things get to you on something that's not on, it's not of your control, um, especially when you're dealing with great medical, you know, with medical hair loss is out of your control. You don't let what people think bother you. Um, this time around, I'm more of acceptance and more aware of I'm going to go out of the house and I'm not going to wear a wig. I'm going to go out. I'm not wearing a ball cap. And this is me. And I think it's just learned by everything I've gone through, um, by trials and tribulations and the strength, really, um, learned and wisdom that I've really now with the, you know, the hair loss and getting down to, the, you know, literally, um, I'm walking out with exposed scalp all over my hair, all over my hat. And this is the greatest gift I've given myself is I realize the strength that I've learned through the hard times is I don't care. And that's the greatest gift of not caring what people think. Let them stare. Let them question me. Let them assume. Let them look. You know? That's the power you have that nobody can take away is the power within. To be comfortable in your own damn skin. No matter what that may be. If I could bottle that strength up for every single email and women that contact me, you know, online and offline, I would gladly do it. Um, but it's been, it's learned. I wasn't always comfortable that way. I got upset many times. You know, I was always known growing up with too much hair, you know. Um, my bloodline, all the girls had too much hair, you know, too much hair, too much thick hair, you know. You'd go to a hair salon, they'd be happy as hell. Beautician have a bad day. Well, you were Mark Target. <laughs> That's the truth. But always never too much hair. Um, and being known for the girl who had too much hair and her eyes smiled. When she smiled, her eyes smiled with her. And losing another part of my identity, my smile. Um, it used to bother me. I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I wouldn't change a thing about me because I realize there's more than just what's on the outside. It's what the inside, your soul, that's what really counts at the end of the day. And that's what really counts at the end of your journey when you go up to heaven before God and you're judged. It's not gonna be judged off your hair and your smile, your eyes smiling with your smile. Although I think we all gain back and uh, we become new again. That's what I believe. But um, that's not what you get judged for. That's really not. It's not what you have, materialistic, or money, or what you look like, your appearance. It's what's, what people can't see deep in your soul and your heart. You know, that's what we get judged at the end of the day and the end of the journey. But to answer the questions, no, it doesn't bother me anymore. Um, I lost a lot with chronic illness. When people think, oh, you, you surpassed your five-year prognosis, that's great. Is it? Is it really great? You think about when you say that to somebody struggling. You realize after five years, the struggle is greater, and it gets greater, and it gets greater, and it gets harder. It makes you a strong-ass person. Trust me, I'm the strongest I've ever been. I said my grandfather was stronger than me. Um, he battled, he ran with prostate cancer, he ran marathons. He, I have literally surpassed the strength of my grandfather, who is up in heaven, I'm sure, watching over me. Probably smiling, shaking his head. Well, 
I've surpassed the strength. But it's from what I've gone through and the struggles. Eh, it's not easy once you hit that prognosis mark and you surpass the odds, you suffer. While you're fighting, you suffer. It would be far easy for me to give up. It wouldn't take long. It's harder to fight, to fight every day. That's what people who are healthy don't understand, people like me. Um, I lost my identity two ways now. But it doesn't really bother me because that's not what makes me, me. It's what's inside that counts. That's what makes me the person I am. And I think when you go through a lot and you're in similar shoes or the journey like I am, you'll appreciate and respect that because you truly look at the world through another unique set and different set of eyes, but you look at people differently too. And that outer appearance at the end of the day, you realize doesn't mean anything. That's just the shell it makes our identity sure of what we visually see. But it takes time and you realize you get to really truly know the person over time by their soul and their heart and who they are in a deeper meaning, a different way. Um, hair is hair. Well, it would be great to continue having that smile that when I smiled, my eyes smiled too, but I lost that part of my identity as well. But it wasn't of my choosing. See, chronic illness, that's great if you live past that prognosis and standard of five years for most tumors that were not resolved through oncology treatments, whatever treatments you maxed out, five-year prognosis is general. But once you get past five years, like I was told, it's gonna get tough. Really, it gets hard as hell. I'm there. But don't worry about what people think. You go out there, wake up every day, do what you need to do to make yourself feel beautiful, women. Young ladies, do what you need to do to make yourself feel pretty. But make sure while you're doing it, you celebrate the one most important person in this world right now. You make sure every day you do something to celebrate, number one, you.